Thank you for listening to Life Church Podcast. For more information, go to lifechurchofcolumbia.org. I want to deal with the concept this morning, no sign required. No sign required. And I need to prepare you for this weekend because uh, it'll not only be this morning, but tonight. Uh, there's about to be a transition in your faith. Are you ready? Are you ready? There's going to be a transition for you this weekend. Uh, you're about to step into a new dimension and a new realm of faith. Uh, there's been some pressure in life, church, and I know some of y'all are feeling the pressure, but the pressure is the proof that we're about to, and you're about to receive the information you need, the revelation you need to catapult you into the realm or into the dimension to begin to see some of the things that you're believing God for. Uh, tonight, you're not going to want to miss tonight. Tonight, you know, is going to be a little different service, uh, but you're going to hear testimonies of what God has done. And then you're going to hear some testimonies like you have never heard before. I promise you. Testimonies you've never heard before. Some of you are going to share testimonies uh, after tonight that you couldn't imagine that you would have even ever shared. So you're not going to want to miss that. You're going to want to be a part of it. So grab your Bibles with me. Somebody shout, no sign required. Turn with me to 2 Kings chapter number 3. Second Kings chapter number three. I'm going to jump right in the middle of the story for a sake of time. Amen. But the kings went out to war. And while they was out there, they ran out of water. Without water, they can't fight. Without water, all of their animals are going to die. So they petitioned the prophet. In other words, they go to God in prayer uh, that we need water. We're going to jump right in on verse number 16. It says, and he said, uh, speaking of the prophet, thus saith the Lord, make this valley full of ditches. They've asked for water. The prophet said, start digging. Ditches, prepare for what you're about to receive. Verse 17 says, for thus saith the Lord, you shall not see wind, Neither shall you see rain, yet the valley will be filled with water. Somebody shout, no signs required. You shall see no wind, you'll see no rain, yet the valley shall be filled with water that you may drink, both ye and your cattle and your beast. And this is just a little thing in the sight of the Lord. Somebody tell your neighbor, it ain't hard. Tell them, it ain't hard for God. It may seem difficult to you, but it ain't hard for God. He said, this is light work. <laughs> this is light work. You, you, you're, you're freaking out because it's so big. And God said, that's light. That's light. Matter of fact, you're asking for this. He said, let me tell you what, I'm going to give you a little extra just to show you how good I am. Oh, my Lord. Tell your neighbor, get ready for extra. Get ready for some extra. Some extra is about to come into your life. This is a light thing in the sight of the Lord. He will deliver the Moabites also into your hand. And he's going to smite every fenced city. Every choice city shall fell every good tree and stop all wells of water and mar every good piece of land with stones. I just need to prophesy to somebody that God's about to give you double for your trouble. Can you receive that this morning? Some of you have been under a lot of pressure. You've been under strain. You've been in situations and circumstances. But I'm telling you, God is about to give you a double portion for your faithfulness. 20. And it came to pass in the morning when they began to worship. In the morning when the meat offering was offered that behold... There came water by the way of Edom, and the country was filled with water. Isn't it amazing? They never seen results till they started worshiping. 
but they started worshiping before they seen results. Turn with me to Matthew chapter number 12. Matthew 12. Oh, something's about to happen in this place. Are you ready? Are you ready? You better shake yourself. Don't you sit there sleepy. You're going to receive revelation that's going to change your life. Matthew chapter number 12, verse 38. Then certain of the scribes and of the Pharisees answered saying, Master, we would see a sign from you. But he answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign. And there shall no sign be given to it but the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth." Somebody say it with me. No signs required. No signs required. There is a, uh, God is so good to us and his mercy is so great and he just woos us along like the perfect, precious, uh, heavenly father that he is. Amen. And he works with us on whatever level we're on with our faith. Can you say amen? Any good like that? Amen. That's why you got to be careful not to judge people too quick. Because they may not be on the level of faith you're on, but God can still work with them at the level they're on. When we'll, 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 we'll write them off or judge them and condemn them. Amen. Because you just don't know where they are in their believing. Amen. But in their elementary uh, 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 immature state of faith, it might be just as precious to God as your great faith. So he's so good at working with us like that. Amen. And he'll bring you through a stage to where uh, there'll be signs made available to make you believe. Or to help you believe. Amen. Because really, I want you to stay with me today. Signs are not for believers. Signs are for unbelievers. Amen. Uh, 1 Corinthians says it very plainly, amen, that the sign is not for those who believe, it's for the unbeliever. So he's so gracious to give us little signs sometimes to help us step out of a state of unbelief into a state of belief. Amen. There were lots of signs in Egypt to help them believe. Right? A lot of signs in Egypt to help the unbeliever become a believer. Amen. To help a fledgling church become a believer. And even when they went into the wilderness, God would still give them some signs because he was trying to spark faith in them. But there was a time when they stepped out, uh, out of an immature faith into a faith that required no signs. Because when they stepped out of the wilderness into the promised land, there were no more signs. Are you following me? And it's very important that you understand this and make this transition because God can't build faith on signs. Y'all are quiet this morning. Just go with me. And the reason he can't build mature faith on signs is because if you're a sign reader, then Satan has multiple signs. And so while you're reading the right signs that'll produce faith, he'll give you signs that destroy faith. Are you following me? So God has to get you to the place to where he moves you past the elementary, I need a sign. I need confirmation. God rebuked me on the way to Texas. Uh, me and my wife was talking. She said something. I said, oh, praise God. That gives me confirmation. And the Holy Spirit brought conviction. Amen. That we ought to be past a place that I need confirmation that God will do what he said he was going to do. 
Are you going to go with me now? I'm going to preach to the big boys this morning. Amen. And, and it's the only place where your destiny is going to be truly realized. To where you start operating from a realm to where signs are not required. They're not required. All that's required is a word from God. Oh, no, it's going to be hard to preach this because we're such a sensual generation. We're such a visual generation. Amen. We got to see everything. We got to see everything. We got to feel everything. I'm so sick of hearing people, I felt led of the Lord. Oh, yeah, well, what if you didn't feel anything? Would you still obey? Amen. Amen. Can, Can we just feel this out for just a minute here? Amen. So there's some people right now feeling some pressure. If I've got the right message, I just need, if anybody's feeling any pressure, I just need you to wave at me. You don't have to do it big. Amen. Just, just a little pressure. And sometimes if you don't understand the pressure, the pressure will push you back instead of forward. Amen. I was sensing that this morning and me and one of the elders was in church or in here praying together this morning. He come up and said, man, are you feeling any pressure? <laughs> and I said, well, no. I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I said, I am, but it's a positive pressure. And he began to give me confirmation that I had heard from the Lord. And, and, and we're, we're in transition right now. Are y'all ready, Life Church? We're in transition. Some of you's gonna miss it, but some of you are not. We're in transition right now, and the pressure is actually trying to catapult us into a realm to where I don't need a sign. I don't need a sign. I don't need you to applaud me. I, I don't need you. I'm not scratching. This is where he's trying to get us to go. I'm not scratching around for affirmation and confirmation because I opened up my Bible and the Lord said, you shall You shall be the head and not the tail. And I can't help if I'm running last right now. Whew. Y'all pray for me today. <laughs> Amen. That's where you're about to step. And it's so imperative that you go here because this is the only faith that will access your miracle. It's not an elementary faith no more. It's a mature faith. Amen. It's a mature faith. So thank God for the signs, but I'm here to tell some of you that era is just about over in your life. Amen. And if you'll realize that and embrace that, it's going to be good for you. Amen. Because when they stepped in the promised land, the only signs they could see there was the negative signs. Who am I talking to right there? That you've actually stepped into a realm and I can still see my children going nuts. My spouse is acting a fool. My money's crazy. Oh my God, I know I got the right sermon, so I'm just going to work it whether y'all set on me or not this morning. Amen. Are you listening to me? And, and if you don't realize, you'll start reading the signs. You'll start reading the signs. So God says, I'm trying to wean you off the signs. Amen. Because what confuses your enemy when you stop reading his signs and you start worshiping without a sign, he gets confused of what? What? Matter of fact, can I share this with you? The Bible says, in nothing terrified by your adversary because your steadfastness is a sign to your enemy that he is being destroyed. So your worship in your dilemma becomes a sign to the devil that he is in trouble. Somebody's going to step into the realm with the devil and say, oh my God, my signs are not working no more. <laughs> my signs are not working no more. I'm causing their relationship to go nuts and they're still praising the Lord. They're still, my, oh my God. He said, he said, it's a sign to your enemy that he's going down and that you're going over. I didn't, I didn't come to preach to babies today. I come to preach to some people who's about to step in to your destiny. Are you ready? Amen. 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 
Amen. I need you to pray for me right now. Amen. And I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm losing my vision right now. I lost it this morning and I'm losing it right now because it's it's connected to migraine headaches. But the devil is a liar and I'm going to preach this. I can see half of this congregation. I just need somebody right now to give God some glory. I can't believe the devil, he has just exposed himself. I got the right sermon on the right day. I got this right sermon on the right day. So if I'm looking at you strange, it's cause I can't explain it. I ain't got time. Amen. But I see half of this congregation. But let me tell you what your Bible said. <laughs> Thank you, Shannon. Thank you. I feel compassion coming out of you. Paul said, I don't want y'all to be ignorant what I'm going through right now. So you'll see when God turns it, uh, that no weapon formed, no weapon formed against you can prosper. The Bible says <laughs> that faith is the substance of things hoped for. <laughs> faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's made out of two words, Dana, sub and stands. <laughs> Woo! Ain't God good. Sub means under. Under, it means below the surface. It means underneath. It's a uh, 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 construction term. Amen. God was constantly using terms. Amen. To help us understand. So the word substance is a construction term. It means foundation. It means foundation. Okay, can y'all go with me? It means foundation. Amen. And, and stance means to under. So it's something that stands under. Faith is the foundation. Faith is the foundation, Kobe. It's the unseen force that is holding this building up. Somebody shout, faith is the substance. Faith is the unseen force. Amen. It's, he said, faith is the foundation. You can't see the foundation of this building, but may I submit to you, this building would not be standing if it didn't have an unseen force force that is holding it up. And I come to tell somebody, I don't know what your eyes are seeing. Mine ain't seeing much. And I don't know what your feeler is feeling. But I know this. There is an unseen force called faith that will hold you up in the middle of the storm. Faith is the substance Amen. High five your neighbor and tell them I don't need a sign. I don't need a sign because my foundation is good. My foundation is right. Oh, faith is the, 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 the substance. And, and God is so awesome. He would, he would, he would shift from, he would shift he would shift from using constructive tar. You are a building fitly joined together, built on the foundation. And then he would stop and he would shift from going to, to con uh, construction talk, amen, to, to agricultural talk. Woo! Woo! You're so beautiful. Thank you. You are so awesome. Amen. Are y'all ready? As I preached today, the Lord told me. Amen. As I preached today, your faith is fixing to go through a warp zone. It's going to go through a time zone. As I preach today, amen, for you that are listening, amen, your faith is going to go into a metamorphosis and it's going to move you into an arena you're not even going to know how to operate in. 
It's about to move you into an arena that's going to confuse you because you're going to see the same problem, but you're going to have a different mindset. You're going to sit up on Shata. Who am I talking to? Amen. You're going to see the same devil, but you're going to see him from a different perspective. And the Bible says it's a peace that surpasses all. I don't understand it. Oh, God, I can't help myself. I ought to be freaking out. And if you don't ain't careful in this transition, you'll judge yourself because you're not freaking out no more. Oh gosh, somebody's got to get this. Amen. You'll start judging yourself, saying, I, I must not care. You'll start saying, I must not care anymore. I must have lost my compassion. Oh no, you just stepped into another realm. And instead of, no, 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 instead of you freaking out, the devil's freaking out. He's terrible. Somebody holler, shift. Faith is the substance. It's the substance. It's the substance. Are y'all with me? Faith is the structure that supports what you're believing for. And if we... And if we, we take it over into the agriculture, it's the root of what you're expecting. Faith is the root of the expected fruit. Oh God. Oh God, are y'all getting it? Signs are not a root, they're a fruit. Because the fruit cannot exist if the root don't exist. Oh, somebody ought to help me right there. He said, faith is the root of what you're expecting to receive. You, you, you can know if you're a sign seeker. You can know if you're a sign seeker. Stay with me, Kobe. Stay with me. I feel... I feel you interceding. Just stay with me. It'll leave in a minute. It's a, you, you know if you're a sign seeker because you become a fruit inspector. And you start expecting. I mean, you start in, inspecting them kids. You start inspecting their actions. You, you, you'll start inspecting that knucklehead you're married to. Oh, that was for somebody right there. You can't say nothing. Just be real quiet. Just mm-hmm. Just a quiet mm-hmm. Amen. You'll, you'll start inspecting what you're praying for. You'll start inspecting your body. You'll start inspecting. Oh my God. And, and you'll start checking it. And if you ain't nothing wrong with checking it, we just got to get it flopped around right. Because from now on, you're going to start checking it for the right reasons. You're going to start looking, well, is the fruit there yet? But if it ain't there yet, you're going to find a piece that says, okay, I may not have the fruit, but I still got the root. I, I may not see any fruit, but the root. The root is the proof. High five your neighbor and tell them the root is the proof. Matter of fact, faith is the substance of things. Hold on for me. It'll come out in a minute. Faith is the substance. It's the substructure of what I'm hoping for. It's the evidence. Somebody shout, here's your sign. My faith is my sign. My faith is my sign. My faith is my side. So I don't care if there ain't no wind, I'm digging. I don't care if there ain't no rain, I'm done double shut. I'm still preparing, Randy. I'm still preparing. I ain't seen nothing give. There ain't a cloud in the sky. But he said, dig. Just keep on digging. Shake your neighbor and tell him, keep on digging. Keep on digging. Amen. Your digging is the sign. You believe and that's what the devil's looking for he's a sign reader too and he can tell by reading your sign if he needs to be terrified somebody is going to shake the devil's playground up can we go deeper 
faith is the substance. Oh, my God, thank you all for your prayers. It's coming. It's coming. Come on, just stay with me. Listen to me, though. Don't pray so hard you can't hear me. Amen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. And Romans 8 said, we're saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For why does a man hope for that which he can see? But if we hope for that that we cannot see, then do we with patience wait for it? In other words, the level of faith I'm preaching on this morning, it don't operate with their signs. No, 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 no. That's for the elementary faith to make you a believer. But once you step into being a believer, amen, it's a, it's a level of faith that don't even show up till you pass by the signs. Oh, my God. Until you get beyond the signs. Amen. Matter of fact, it's the proof you're becoming that mature believer. And it's the evidence, amen, you're finna, you're finna experience destiny. So he said, hope that is seen, it's not hope at all. For why, why would I be hoping and expecting to get something when I can already see I got it? Oh my God, what a scripture. What a scripture. He said, but a hope, a hope that is not seen. When you have a hope that is not seen, it'll cause you to stand in there and endure. That I'm not moved by circumstances. I'm not moved by signs. I'm not moved by the doctor's report. I, I, I'm not moved by the circumstances. Oh my God, who am I preaching to in this place? Amen. So actually, listen to this. <laughs> listen to this. Uh, oh God, I just had to write this down. The sign of true faith is in the fact that there is no sign to produce faith. Thank you for that great big wow. It wowed me when he said it. I'm going to say it again. Faith. Oh my God, I can read that whole sentence. <laughs> Somebody give the Lord a hand praise. I can read that whole sentence. <laughs> the sign of true faith is in the fact that there is no sign to produce faith. That's why your Bible says Abraham against hope believed in hope that he could become the father of a multitude according to that which was spoken. Are you with me? Amen. He said, it says he against hope, meaning he didn't require a sign. He didn't need a sign. Why? Because he had a word. Oh my God, y'all got to get this. I'm talking to mature Christians right now. I don't need no sign. I got a word. <laughs> but all the signs were saying, hold it. You didn't hear me. I don't need a sign. He against hope, meaning the absence of a sign of victory always means the presence of a sign of negativity. Are you following me? Because the absence of a good sign always leaves room for the presence of a negative sign. And that's where Satan will put it in there. He'll put it in there. He'll put it in there. Amen. And you can, your emotions will tell you if you're a sign reader. Let me try this side. Y'all didn't respond very good over there. Your emotions will let you know what level of faith you're on. Because you can hear the word, you can believe the word, and receive the word only to walk out and see one sign. Yes, sir. Oh, tonight I'm going to help somebody tonight. I ain't full-blown preaching tonight, but I'm going to prove to you you've already received your miracle. I'm going to prove it to you tonight scripturally. And when I do, you're going to receive what God has for you. Amen? Abraham, he against hope, believed in hope, meaning... 
I, he said, I don't need no sign because it was spoken that I was going to be the father of a multitude. So the next scripture says, so he considered not. Tell your neighbor, don't look at it. Tell your neighbor, don't read the signs. It says, he considered not the deadness of Sarah's womb, nor the deadness of his own body, because he was a hundred years old. Catch this, amen. And he staggered not in unbelief, because he was fully persuaded that what God said, that what God said, not only, has, not only was Sarah barren her entire life, she's now 90 years old. Oh, I don't know. Has anybody ever went through barrenness in here? I, I, I know some of the how. And when you're in that frame, I don't know what you did, but you'll start reading almanacs. No, I don't think the almanac can help you there. But they are books you can read. <laughs> well, if you want your seed to take, just say it. And you'll get your cycles. <laughs> come back. Come back with me. You get your cycles. You get your cycles. And you start studying cycles. And you're most fertile when the cycle. You're most fertile, uh, fertile at the beginning. I don't know. what. I didn't read the book. I'm just, just preaching. <laughs> Amen. So you'll, you'll, you'll get desperate. And you'll start working the cycle. And you'll put your faith in the signs. Oh, I got it. I got a tinge of a sign. Okay, get ready, baby. I don't know how to test. Pray for me, Bobby. I don't know how to say this stuff. Amen. But get ready because the signs are almost right. Amen. And I, I know it didn't work before, but at least the sign is there. And when the sign comes around, we got to, we, we, we got, got to get Amen. And, and here we are. Here we are. Amen. That the Bible says she was 90 years old. So there wasn't no cycle to read. There wasn't no sign to look at. Abraham's body was good. Enough. Who am I preaching to in this place? There was nothing in the natural that could produce hope. And Abraham said, I don't care. My faith is my root. My faith is my foundation. It's I ain't standing on monthly cycles. I'm standing on an eternal God. And he's the same yesterday, today, and for. He's, he's still fruitful when the cycle's over. Oh my God, that's your word right there, honey. That's your word right there, honey. Amen. Quit reading the signs. Quit being a sorcerer. Quit reading the crystal ball. Oh, you listen to me. We're just as bad as... Whoo, get back off that. Abraham. <coughs> Against hope. Believed in hope. <laughs> Amen. He said, Sarah, I know you ain't never had a baby. And I know I'm 99 years old. And, amen. The time she said of our pleasure is over, meaning I ain't even got a desire. No. Really help somebody. I ain't even got a desire no more. I failed so many times, I don't even have the desire. We failed so many times that vision. Oh, God, help me, Holy Ghost. Amen. It's been the same old bad news for so many years. I don't even want to believe anymore. Oh, who am I preaching to? Don't even come to me, Abraham, talking like that. Oh, I'm trying to help somebody that don't even want to hear it preached anymore. Don't tell me I've experienced too much failure. Over me no more. Don't tell me no more. You hear me, Anita? The glory of the Lord is going to be manifest in your greatest dilemma and your greatest crisis of your life. It's going to be the experience of your life when you realize wait a minute, I'm not wishy washy. I have a foundation. Faith, faith is my substructure. Oh, hell, if the mountains be cast into the sea, my faith is my substructure. What I believe trumps what I see. What I believe trumps what I hear. 
Mm. Mm. Can I go deeper? Can I go deeper? I just gave a prophetic word for somebody. Amen. That you're so frustrated that you don't even want to you don't even want to try no more. Abraham, honey, honey. I'm 90, honey. I mean, I appreciate you and all. I feel this sometimes when you're trying to speak faith into people. I appreciate you and all, but you, you just don't understand. You don't, oh God, you, you just don't understand. Don't, 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 take that prayer to someone else because you don't understand. God, I need somebody praying for me right now. You don't understand. I've seen so much failure. I'm confused. I don't understand. Amen. Is anybody listening to me? How many times, baby, how many times did Sarah lay in there and listen to Ishmael crying because of Hagar. Amen. Hagar was rocking her baby and she was laying in the wee hours of the morning saying, if you're God, if you're God, where are you? Who am I preaching to in this place? Amen. But I come to tell you, God is moving you into position to realize I don't need a sign. All I need is a word. I don't need a sign. All I need is a promise. I don't need ever I come with my own. Somebody ought to shout right there. I brought my own evidence. Brought my own evidence. Come on, y'all got to pray for me. I got to preach hard right now because I'm fighting hard. Because when doubt gets rooted in, when it gets rooted in, it's hard to root it out. Disappointment's a hard thing to overthrow. But my, are you listening to me? But we're finna cast down imaginations this weekend. We're gonna cast down strongholds and somebody is about to give birth to destiny. And it will be apart from and outside of your feelings, your emotions, what you think. It'll be built on nothing but the spoken word of God. Somebody said, it's all I got. I say it's all you need. Matter of fact, it's, it's the only thing that will catapult you into this realm. The only thing, Jesus said, can, can we just go far? Oh my God. Jesus said, it's an evil and adulterous generation that seeks a sign. Sign, and I always had a problem with that scripture. It seemed offensive to me. I'm just being real. It seemed offensive that Christ would call us. He's talking to the church here. That you're an evil and adulterous generation if you seek after a sign. Now, evil is not defined wicked. Hebrews, he defined it with an evil heart of unbelief. So Jesus was literally saying it's an unbelieving and adulterous generation that needs a sign. And I didn't understand why it was such an insult to Christ until I, I looked at the word sign and it means it's simeon. And it means an indication or proof. A sign is an indication or a proof. So in reality, to seek a sign from God is seeking a proof that He's not lying. Oh. oh, I'm sorry, I snorted. <laughs> to seek a sign is to seek an indication that God can be trusted. He said, you evil generation of unbeliever. He said, but let me tell you this. You ain't going to get no sign, but one sign. The only sign you're going to get 
It's just like Jonas was three days and three nights in the belly of the whale. I'm going to be three days and three nights in the center of the earth. So in other words, the only sign you're going to get and the only sign you need is an empty cross and an empty grave. Oh, is anybody listening to me? Amen. My God, because the cross was more than enough. The burial was more than enough. And the resurrection is the proof. And it's all the soul. Let me help somebody. I don't need a feeling. I don't need a visual. If I can get a visual of a resurrected Savior. The only sign you need is I got up on the third day. And I got up. Oh my God. Here's your sign. That's what we ought to tell this. Here's your sign. He said, I don't know what the other signs are, but the only sign you need is I got up. Oh my God, I got to move. I got to move. Somebody shout, here's your sign. Amen. He said, the fact that you always need confirmation and affirmation is the proof you don't think God can be trusted. I'm sorry. I'm bringing you in the same whipping I got. Oh, I just need somebody. God's given me a word. And if so-and-so will just belch real loud right now, that'll be my sign. Oh, I'm just trying to be real and you can't receive it. Amen. If they'll sing that song one more time and they done sung it 50 times, I'm ready to get the offering taken so I can preach. And Scott won't quit. All that moaning and stuff. Amen. When in reality, Scott, it's because somebody out there said, God, if you'll get him to one more time, I'll go up there and give a word. Is anybody listening to me? And God's looking down and we call it faith. And God said, I spoke didn't I? I spoke, didn't I? Oh! Don't quit your, it's anointed. Amen. <clears throat> yeah, we're constantly needing God to confirm or affirm what he spoke and sent his son to die and pulled him up out of the grave and God said, you want more? You want more? They literally said, if you show us a sign, we'll believe. He said, I've given you the only sign you're going to get and if you can't believe in the resurrection, you can't believe if I turn these stones to bread. He said, I can't do you that way because you'll be sign seeking all the time. And when you enter the promised land, the only signs there are giants. Read that sign. How's that sign for you? Their chariots are made out of steel. Read that sign. He said, so I got to get you out of this sign reading or you ain't... You ain't going to go nowhere in this realm. Amen. It was okay when I was getting you out of Egypt because I was trying to make a believer out of you. But my Bible says, go cast out devils, heal the sea. These signs shall... Oh my, oh my, amen. Unbelievers follow signs, but signs follow believers. Oh, is anybody in that? I gotta have a sign. I gotta have a sign. The devil is a liar. You have the word. And the word is faith is your substance. My God, my God, my God. Whew. Feeling good now. Feeling better about myself now, y'all. Sign seekers is what we are. Sign seekers. Jesus said, you ain't getting one. Done gave you one. I gave you all the sign you ever going to need. So when you praying and all hell, <laughs> I need y'all to pray for me because now I'm in a dilemma. I got way more sermon than I got time. <laughs> Amen. They said, if you'll just show us, if you'll just show us a sign. And they stepped back and said, what work are you going to do? Amen. They were telling Jesus, I need you to jump through this hoop, and I need you to jump through that hoop. 
Amen. I need you to say these three words. I need you to do this. Who am I preaching to besides everybody in this building? It's an elementary faith that I need you to confirm what God said. When God raised his right hand and said, I swear I'm going to multiply you. I swear I'm going to bless you. I so want to heal you. I'm going to smite my son. Here's your son. Here's your side. <laughs> Here's your side. And you want something else. We need something else. We need something else. You know what I found out? The more signs he gives you, the more signs you need. Why? Because signs are sand. Signs are sand. Signs are sand. Amen. They're good for what they're good for. But they was never designed to build nothing on. Is it? You can't build on sandy sides. You can only build on faith. You can only build on what does saith God. Even when my eyes are telling me something else and my feelings are telling me something else and it doesn't double shut, dum dum dum. We're waiting on a sign so we can see and believe. Oh God, somebody better catch this right here. Tweet it, Josh. We're 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 the we're 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 we're, we're like these Pharisees and scribes. We're waiting on a sign so we can see and believe it's done. When in reality, we will not see a sign until we believe it's done. Did you catch that? We're waiting on a sign so we can see and believe it's done. When in reality, you'll never see a sign until you believe it's done. I need to go a little bit deeper. Are you still okay? Are you still with me? You still with me? Because signs are the fruit. And faith is the root. And the fruit cannot exist without root. Oh my God. Fruit cannot exist without a root. And faith is the root. It's the evidence you're going to step into your destiny. And true faith is only manifested for hope that is seen is not hope. For why you hope for what you see. But when we hope for that which we do not see, then we stand strong. We stand strong in the midst of, of adversity. <laughs> I didn't put it in my text, but write down Isaiah 54 and 1. Isaiah 54 and 1 says, you got to understand it was a curse to be without children from an oriental perspective. The Eastern culture, because children were a side of the blessings of God. If you didn't have any, you were considered as cursed. And they were so precious that when you were not fertile and God spoke a word that you were going to have a son, when you had that promised child, you sang. Did y'all know Mary sang a song when Jesus was born? Elizabeth sang a song. Because that was, a, it was singing because the promise had been fulfilled. Isaiah 54, he says, sing, O Baron. I need you that feel like you are cursed because you're not fulfilling destiny. Because you're not seeing destiny fulfilled. Because you're not walking in destiny I need you to sing, O barren, thou that hast not born. He sent you here today to put a song in your heart. You may feel barren and desolate. But today he's saying, I'm going to put a praise in your heart. And I'm going to put a song of substance in your heart. And when you begin to sing, he says, sing, O barren, that which has not borne. And then he said, rejoice, you that has not travailed. Now they understood the connotation that I'm only supposed to be singing if I've given birth to destiny. And I don't even have stretch marks. Hmm. 
I, I, I don't even feel him kicking. God Almighty. I don't feel him kicking no more. I, I used to believe I was going to step into the greatness of God. But I, I'm in an era of my life where I don't even feel him kicking no more. There's no labor. There's no travailing. There's no labor pains. Amen. It's dead. Do you hear me, Jesus? It's dead. Amen. There's not one sign that would provoke a song. There's not one little twinge. I ain't even missed my period. And you won't. I'm still in a cycle. I'm still in a cycle. I'm still in an up and down cycle. Oh, 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 oh. I'm, I'm still cycling. And you want me to sing? I still don't trust myself. Oh, God. Oh, God. I still don't even know what I'm going to do when I get out of this building. Right now, I'm doing good. Right now, I'm doing good because all these people are watching me. And I, I don't even know how I'm going to respond tomorrow. And, and I don't even know. Amen. So I've been in a cycle all these years. Amen. And the, I'm still in the cycle. And you're wanting me to sing. You wanted me to sing like my cycle's broken. You wanted me to sing like I feel something kicking in me. Amen. But the day I come to tell, who am I preaching to who feels what I feel? Amen. Who am I preaching to? Amen. That said, I can't find no reason. I can't find one sign to praise him for. He said, the sign, the, here it is, here it is. The song will produce the kick. Produce it. It'll produce. Quit waiting on it and create it. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. True faith is the evidence. He said, if you'll just start singing, it'll start kicking. If you'll start singing, it'll start stretching you. Come on, I told you I'm preaching to the big boys today. Amen. Amen. If you'll start singing, if you'll start worshiping, if you'll start magnifying me, he said more is going to be the children of the barren than that one. I got a promise for somebody in this building. You're about to break forth on the right hand. You'll break forth on the left hand. Every generation after you will be blessed. If you will sing, just sing. Worship without a sign. My God, somebody right now needs to sing. Where's my piano player? Where's Courtney? She's, 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 she's teaching kids. Hey, she, hey, man, come on, Scott, hurry. Hurry, hurry. Come, come on, run, run. <laughs> he said, if you don't like this gear, you show won't like that other. I don't know what you play. Just play anything. Because somebody's finna sing. Somebody's finna sing. Oh, pastor, this is awkward. They ain't nothing no more awkward or embarrassing for a mother in the east to be singing over a child than, than everybody is saying, you're not even pregnant. You're not even pregnant. Somebody shout, don't let the signs fool you. I got a word. God, I need some music. I need somebody to sing. That piano's dead as a mackerel. Hey, look, it's a sign. It's a sign. No, don't change anything. Keep playing. That's it. Play. That is awesome. You hear me? We don't need an outward sign to sing a Holy Ghost song. So I just... Don't turn that piano on, Kobe. I want it off. But I want you to get on your feet right now. And I want you to start rejoicing in your own voice. The music is playing in the Spirit. The music is playing in the Spirit. Sing! <laughs> You're not singing because of a sign. You're singing because of your faith. Come on, come on, a few minutes. Come on. Sing. Rejoice. Rejoice. My God, y'all feel how awkward that is? True faith is awkward. It's awkward. It's awkward. He's sitting there awkward sitting there. In it. It's just awkward. It's awkward. That means you're in the right realm. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. You ain't even acting like you want destiny. Your problem is you ain't desperate enough yet. Sing, old baron. 
My God, this is the proof. Some of your pride won't let you see. Your pride's more important to you than your destiny. She's walking around singing and her friends are saying, you're nuts. You're nuts. You're not healed. Somebody's singing, I am healed. I am healed. I am healed. I am delivered. I am set free. I am an I am an overcomer. I am an I will live and not die. I am the head. <laughs> I wish somebody would sing. I wish somebody would sing. I don't want you to sing because you can sing. I want you to sing because you're barren. I want you to sing. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I pity you and your prideful self. I'm coming out, Josh. I'm coming out with a song. You ain't coming out if you won't sing. You ain't coming out if you won't sing. You ain't coming out if you won't praise. Cause it's the song that germinates with your spirit. It's mixing faith with the word. Sing, 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 sing. The devil took your song because your song, your song is your faith. It's your weapon. It's your weapon. Fight your barrenness with your weapon. Fight your feelings with your weapon. I, I will sing unto the Lord. I will shout with the voice of triumph. Somebody said, if this wall had come down, I'd shout. Well, if you'll shout, the wall will come crashing down. Hey! Hey! Oh, God, something is happening in this place. God told me something was going to happen. Hey! Oh, preacher, bear with me. It's hard to sing when you've been defeated so long. It's okay. I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. Come on. Come on. Come on. But preacher, I've been disappointed so many times. I've been disappointed so many times. Come on, I'm waiting on you, honey. I'm waiting on you, sir. I know it's not easy to speak it when you don't feel it. It's not easy. If it was easy, it wouldn't take faith. It wouldn't take faith. It wouldn't take faith. Oh, oh, oh. You thought God was pleased when you felt chill bumps. God is pleased because you're singing with no sign. You're singing with no sign. You're singing by faith. You're worshiping by faith. You're God said, you'll not see no wind. I don't know what you're praying for, but quit waiting on wind. Quit waiting on a cloud. Quit waiting on proof and worship now. Worship now. Worship now. He said in the morning, after a long night, after a long night in the morning, when they begin to worship, the water begin to flow. The water's about to flow when you lie Yes. Oh God. Oh yeah, Maybe you want to just sing in the spirit. Just sing in the spirit. Scott, sing in the spirit. This is how we fight our battles. 
This is how we fight our battles. This is how we fight our battles. The weapons of my warfare, they are mighty. You can't see them. Faith is the substance of what I'm believing for. It's my evidence. God's looking for a sign. You're looking for a sign, but God's looking for a sign. He's looking for evidence that you believe. Oh my God, somebody's breaking through. Somebody's breaking through. Somebody's breaking through. Your devil, your devil, no more terrified by your adversary. It's a sign of his defeat. Your enemy is shaking. Come on. Your enemy, your enemy, your enemy, your enemy says, oh my God, they caught it. They caught it. They caught a revelation. See, see, we're cutting the devil's head off. Because you didn't think you got it because you didn't see it. You didn't feel it. But when you took the bread and drank the cup, you got it. Listen, listen, I'm going to close out with this. I didn't even get to all my examples. But I'm going to close out with this just to encourage that person. I want to encourage, Lacey, look at, look at your daddy. I want to give you a word so that now no more condemnation can come back. Are you ready? I'm going to give you a word so that you won't beat yourself up no more. Okay? Now, if, if Lacey's prone to beat herself up because your faith ain't where you think it ought to be, She's not the only one in this building who, to where we let condemnation come in because I'm not seeing what everybody's expected me to see. And I'm not feeling what I think I ought to be feeling. Well, can I tell you, Jesus had a disciple that had the same problem. He had the same problem. And Jesus put it in perspective. He put it in perspective. They came back to Thomas and said, Thomas, he'd, be, he'd die. Thomas seen him die. He's seen him buried. He's seen he run. He was scared. He was afraid. He's seen the horror. He's seen the terrorist acts of the Jewish nation. And everything he had in him, every word ever spoken, he forgot. He lost it. He, he lost that faith that Jesus poured into him. And they came and said, Thomas, we've seen the Lord. He's alive. We've seen the Lord. And he said, except I see the nail prints in his hands and put my finger in it, and except I thrust my hand in his side, he said, I will not believe. If I can't see it, I'm not going to believe it. And eight days later, Jesus showed up. And all the disciples were together. And the Bible says he just walked through the wall. He walked through the wall and they got all shook up and he said, Peace, peace, peace. Somebody look over at your neighbor right now and just touch him and say, chill out. He's here. Chill out. It, it's, he's here. Just, just chill. Just relax. He said, Thomas, come here. Take your finger and put it in my nail scars. He said, now I want you to take your hand and thrust it into my side. And he said, and be not faithless, but believe. Thomas run his hand in the side of Jesus and stepped back and said, my Lord and my God. But Jesus come back and turned the whole thing. He said, Thomas, you believed because you saw. You believed because you put your hand in my side. And he stopped and said, but blessed are they who have not seen.
and yet believe. I want to talk to all of y'all who the devil wants to beat you up because you ain't seen what you think you ought to see. Jesus is saying you're blessed because you haven't seen it, but you're still hanging in there. Yet believe in spite of it, and I'm still wrestling. I'm still in hell in my mind. But Jesus said, You're blessed. Because John said, Thomas said, I will not believe. I need you to leave here with that thought. You calling yourself unworthy, and God's calling you blessed. You, 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 you calling yourself weak and God's saying you ain't threw in the towel yet oh you may be stumbling but you're stumbling forward oh my God 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 Blessed, happy, (laughs) to be envied is the one who has not seen results. But something keeps you coming back to prayer. Something keeps you. Something keeps you walking when you ain't seen no leprosy fall off you lid. Oh my God, y'all just give me a minute because somebody needs to hear this. You're blessed. In God's eyes, He's applauding you. The devil's trying to beat you up. And God's... Yes. Yes, that's faith. It wouldn't be faith if you wasn't hurting. It wouldn't be faith if... It wouldn't be faith. Amen. Are you listening to me? For if a man sees what he's hoping for, what does he need hope for? No, you're in the realm of the unseen. And today I'm cutting the devil's head off. You ain't walking out of here in condemnation. You're walking out of here saying, oh my God, I've been, I've been called blessed by Jesus. I've been called blessed by Jesus. I'm being called blessed. Single bearing. Thou that hast not born. Single bearing, thou that hast not born, break forth into rejoicing for greater. Thank you for listening to Life Church Podcast. For more information, go to lifechurchofcolumbia.org.